Welcome to the show. Yo, welcome to the show. Once again, it's just me and Chris because we have no lives. <laughs> this is our this life. This is our life, bringing you this minute entertainment. Amazing entertainment. We have some pretty good shows right now. We got we're talking about uh, the Urban X uh, electric bike. We're talking about Amazon Echo and what Alexa can do for you. We're talking about synthetic food. Sounds delish. And then uh, I'm going to talk to you about some Japanese delicacies. <laughs> I love it. So what's up on the docket, Chris? All right, we're going to talk about synthetic food first. Mm, it's on Digital Trends. If you guys want to check it out, I'll always post the links uh, on our uh, page. But uh, this one uh, is brought to you by a company called Beyond Meat. Mm. Sounds very And they make is this a... vegan or is this a meat like substitute type thing? Or is this like what Pat was talking about earlier was, uh, what you call it, um... It's basically like a lab-made meat, yeah. But I mean, with obviously with organic materials, it's just mm. made in a lab. So they say, they use what they call a pea protein, P-E-A protein, and uh, a yeast extract, some beet juice, and coconut oil to make a quote-unquote burger-like. I tried burger. to give my wife some of that pea protein this weekend, but she denied me. <laughs> she denied you? That's That's sad. It's all right. Is it? Is it? Oh, is it's it? already it's uh, it? it's it's sold it? in Whole Foods. I'm looking at this. It, so. The burger yeah. looks appetizing, although it looks just like a veggie patty or what are those called? The veggie burger patties. Yeah, yeah. But it's made of soylent green, which is a uh, uh, people. So, yeah. I'm guessing they just. It's uh. It's based on the burger from New York City restaurant Mo Momofoku. It sounds like Nishi. Momofoku P- Mishi. For thirteen dollars, that's how much this burger costs. I would rather just go like I like my cows freshly punched yeah. to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I want I, it to I move to and run the play a little bit. I, I like a, I like a, I like my cow to die screaming. So I hire like five or six dudes, like giant sized dudes, give them brass knuckles, and they beat the cow to death. <laughs> I've been hunting, yeah. Have you ever went hunting? Yeah, i I went a couple times, but I, I never really. I, I've never shot an. Uh, well, I can't say that. I've never shot like a deer. Okay, when um, game. I was about twelve or thirteen, I got my first hunting rifle is a 30 30 and we had never mm-hmm. uh my dad and i had gone unsuccessfully hunting a number of years and we had never okay um caught anything or even seen a deer yeah even seen a deer come up short and it's, will. so we're up we're up near mountains and come around a corner and see this deer and my dad goes, go ahead and take the shot. So, bam, load. And I hit the deer. And 
But a bullet must have just went right through him because it didn't stop him, didn't knock him down. And he went running off. So we had to follow a blood trail. And it was getting dark already. We had to run back to our truck, go back, and oh, then no. try to... We followed this thing for almost two miles. And and it got too dark to find wow. a fall. And it was snowing. We were up in the mountains. And it was one of the funnest times I ever had. But that's, that's really the only successful hunting. Other than... Uh, Killing feral kittens. Because. Why would you hunt for those? If you have a cat. Uh, and we lived out in five acres of woods. And another tangent here. Um, yeah, we had a, we had a cat yeah, go ahead, go ahead. that would have kittens. And these kittens would end up. Uh, these kittens would end up becoming feral. So they'd be wild. And they, they would. They would basically attack our cats and eat the food. So my dad, who was a marksman in the military, um, basically uh, would pop these kittens in the neck with a twenty-two rifle, and then it was my job to take the take the dead kitten and throw it over the side of the hill. That's pretty much how I grew up. I grew up in the woods. Gruesome. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Alabama. Uh, so I apologize, Peter Woods people, but uh, these kittens, they're pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah. But we could have made burgers out yeah. of them. Have you ever I had mean, a cat meat burger? I don't know. No. I, I, I did take a short trip to Korea, but I didn't try anything. How was the dog? I tried some dog there, but not no cat. The dog's not bad. It's 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 uh definitely just tastes like meat. I mean, it's not it doesn't have any weird like unique taste that you could say like now, is, oh this is definitely dog. The question I have is this going to have the same kind of nutritional value that other meat has? Is it going to be healthier for you? Yeah, so they have this uh, protein called soylent, and uh, they inject it into the meat, and it's supposed to have all the nutritional value that the average person needs in that one solvent. Or that one soylent. How is the taste? So, ah, uh, well, they said that's the biggest problem. It's very unappetizing. <laughs> yeah, so they have to mix a whole bunch of stuff in with it. So all the beet juice and yeast extract and protein and all that jazz, I guess that's all just to um, more palatable, make it more tasty. Ah, I'm a yeah. Now, is there other synthetic foods they're trying? Is it like meat, chicken? Is there are they trying poultry? Are they trying anything? Um, I mean that's all they really say for now. But this is still a relatively new idea to synthetically make food. Mm. I see the uh, so I see the benefit, man. If you've ever seen the the big cow farms and and especially how they hold turkeys and stuff. I mean, they can barely even move. They're so packed into these shelters. So I can see that it's a, a little more humane. Don't, my only question and concern is, is it going to be healthy for me? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to torture those animals, but I also don't want to start killing That's people. That's true. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm actually uh, curious no. exactly how this will help. Uh, I understand we're trying to grow food and whatnot. Uh, national food or global food crisis. There's hungry people everywhere. And hopefully something like this works. I did like uh, the um, stem cell meat. I like that one a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what uh, 
I think that's yeah, what he works on the stem cell, the Memphis meats. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose meat with thing. enough salt and enough whatever, anything is palatable. Yeah, I mean, people eat all kinds of crazy stuff. They just don't realize that it's crazy. Like, um, what's oh, the yeah. baby cow? The one where they... The veal? The veal cow? Yeah, people eat... Oh, yeah. People eat that all the time. It's because they're delicious. Yeah, they... That's... <laughs> you're but, I mean, you're pretty much you live in a box. And killing it. And then you feed them yeah, fatty, them nasty food, which is like delicious for the cow. It's the same with, it's the same with Kobe beef. They try not to have their um, <laughs> hooves touch the ground so they don't build any muscle mass. And they feed them beer and grain. Dude, I would love to just be strung up. Yeah. and My feet never touch the ground. They massage me and then I, I eat nothing but beer and grain. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd be so tender and delicious. You'd, you'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure if they're okay. ever going to be able to synthetically oh, no. recreate good meat, but yeah. If we got a real food crisis, why don't we go back to like Victory Gardens? If people don't know what Victory Gardens is, uh, it's uh, basically during World War II, we had a food shortage, so. Uh, People started growing small gardens in their uh, front and backyards to support food. And it was, I think it's a good idea. We did a small garden in our yard for a while. If you go to other countries like Germany, they do gardens. Sounds crazy. Often. Most, most yards have. I garden. know um, one thing I saw on Facebook yeah. that people are starting to try to do is like front yard gardens. So instead of growing grass in your front yard, they have a little garden, a little vegetable garden. Yeah, I saw that. Don't they have like community, like a community organization that gets together and like? Yeah, um, they they go through and they, it for you. And they pretty much because my wife tries, but she does not have a green thumb, and she murders every plant that comes in our house. I can only <laughs> say it because she does not listen to our podcast, which is is probably good for me. <laughs> But yeah, it's probably good for you. But yeah, they, these are <laughs> yeah. people who know what oh, they're doing. Um, and, you know, they get the right plant food and the right whatever. But they grow the garden in front. And that way, it's it makes use of your front yard, your front dirt and whatnot. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I don't know. I think everybody should make an attempt to do their part anyway. Plus, it's cheap. It's free, right? Yeah, if you cheap. can grow your own fruits and veggies, that's a that's a portion of your your needs. That's pretty much free. I mean, you gotta. How much is your time worth? I guess you could make that argument. But short of being a rich that's businessman, who yeah, can food anyway. like I said, I'm I'm very wary about this as far as like uh, taste and whatnot. I mean, if we have to go to it, eventually we'll just go to a protein supplement type deal. I'm sure weightlifters will eat this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, there actually it does say that there, others are working with, uh, working on growing foods like eggs and meat in laboratory environments. So look for that. Oh, come on, eggs come from chickens. Chickens are pretty abundant. Yeah, chickens are little assholes, though. I don't know if you are they. Raised chickens, they're so we they're deserve jerks. to eat their babies. Yeah, 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 and they're really dumb. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not technically their babies, but yeah. Yeah, the, the eggs are fertilized post. So as long as you don't have any roosters around, I mean, the eggs never turn into babies. They will still brood, though. They'll still, like, sometimes the chickens get confused. So they'll take the eggs that are not fertilized and then they'll sit on them and brood for the the whole time frame it takes See, look, the egg we're to hatch. Not, and then once we're the eggs don't hatch, they basically go, A fun oh. podcast. <laughs> and then they, they, they discard the egg. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I did not know about them. I did not know about them chickens. <laughs> on, on farm life, yeah. They're dumb and mean. Yeah, yeah. They, they're dumb and they're mean. Oh, I'll tell you something. I actually heard from a different podcast, uh, if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. If you don't, you should. It's an amazing podcast. I love it. I listen to it all the time. But they were talking about coyotes and how coyotes are the only animal that we've ever uh, tried to exterminate from existence and failed and uh, it c- turns out every time we kill a coyote basically coyotes do a roll call every night and uh they listen for all the coyotes that they know and if some of the coyotes are missing really? it changes uh the hormones in the female to produce more pups so literally every time we kill one they make two yeah so when we tried to exterminate them in the midwest their response was to cover all 49 continental states that's so, great yeah, so That's they're in every cray. single state now. I'm trying to use the young kids. Because we to, tried to kill them, to they just the mass audience. produced. Yeah, yeah. That's why you... Get some... You should. Some you know, Katy you Perry should. We got to really expand playing, uh, on our, uh, our target audience. A lot of rap that doesn't make sense. That's the way to do it. Slow ch- some key sweat. Yeah, why not? Get the slow jams going. <laughs> that you can't understand. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's her name? She sings a song now that uh, she doesn't even sing words the second half of the oh, song. Oh. She just starts going. Don't even get me started. That. That's where about music is today. You can just mumble something. <laughs> I've been hating on Rihanna since Umbrella Ella Ella A A A. Rihanna specifically, or just the genre of music. I've been uh, now maybe maybe I'm just old. My parents hated my music, <laughs> but the lack of talent that goes into music today is pretty ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's man. True. And you'll get singers that can really really sing and they dumb it down for albums. It doesn't make sense. Why not show, well, why not show me what girl, you can do versus, you know what, this is simple, catchy, and people will buy it. So I saw it. Uh, what is next on the docket? Urban That's X. right. All right. This is a bicycle wheel that's going to go on your bike. Ah, it's the Urban X, it bro. Will, uh, about this Urban X. Basically convert any bike into an electric bike. It is... On Kickstarter, so there is no price for it, but they were supposed they were trying to get fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And thus far they've earned four hundred and twenty-five thousand. So this looks like a it's about a twenty pound wheel or fifteen pound wheel that they pop on your bike tire. Dang. They say it can go at about uh twenty miles per hour. It has a range of thirty miles, and it's about three hundred and fifty watts worth of power. Um at one point uh, I walked, yep. I dabbled in riding a bike to work. My job was about seven miles away from my house. 
So I'd get up early and ride a bike to work in the morning. And it saves a little gas. Um, this would definitely have helped because windy days, it is a pain in the ass to pedal. Yeah. Yeah, it's about, it's 20 minutes by vehicle. Like, I mean, you don't, five minutes you don't ride vehicle, to work where you are now. I'm going like 70 miles away, an hour. So if I were to have to get up and ride a bike, which there are some people who do still ride their bikes to work. Um, yeah, it would be probably about two hours to get to work. Dang. Yeah, I, I, I did. I ride. I rode a bike to work when I lived close, but now, now, I mean, it's almost a forty-minute drive to work for me, so I can't. I couldn't ride a bike. And it looks like it charges. But if by I had actual, this electric uh, bike with this wheel, you pedaling, I can do twenty miles an hour. That's not so. Easy. I believe it. Look, that is kind of cool. I'm looking at some of the little things here. Um, I'm wondering exactly how cool. it rotates your tires, but it looks like it. Replaces your little braking system. Yeah, it looks like it. If you, that's now, exactly you what it looks like. It looks like where you actually, uh, and it's a put the little lever. Stop it goes thing. on your tire and it spins that little wheel as you as you pedal your bike, and that's what charges the light. Even that was tough to pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so I guess we haven't described where it goes. It actually goes on the front tire, not the back tire. So when you pedal the back tire, I there guess some, it's, I mean, uh, it looks pretty easy. It's it says sending, it's easy, uh, easy to install. A voltage to the front tire. To I think this it. is a good tech. You pedal. I would play the play the video here. But no, I, I wish I want to get more back into bike riding because I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I listened to my podcast and uh, some books. As I rode to work, and I was generally healthier. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, and nothing helps you lose more weight than an electric bicycle that you don't have. What to it pedal. would do. <laughs> so that's uh, that's really gonna speed up that transition for you. But no, no. All kidding aside, though it. it I know you've been on the, I've done this too. You go on a bike ride, you're riding and you're about halfway done and you realize you went way overzealous and you're too far out and you're like, man, and you're struggling to get back. This would be a great way to not have to worry about going too far and being the worst exhausted was when, because uh, you can always just my son wanted to turn go it on when you get too tired and, and he went to visit his back, friend. His friend's house was about 10 to 15 miles away. So we rode our bikes out there and it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a long trip, but it didn't take, it wasn't, I'd say 10 miles. I'd say it's about 10 miles away. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad though. It didn't take very long. It took about a half hour, 45 minutes to get there. And then on the way back, I'm sitting there. I noticed there's this white thing on my tire, on my front tire. And it just kind of flapping. So I went and I grabbed it and pulled it out and there was a, a nail attached to it. And we're about four miles from home, and my tire was just flat. I didn't have a patch kit. And so, four miles of me just jogging, sweating, and pushing my bike while my son just rode around going, Come on, Dad. You can go faster. Oh, man. 
Yeah, we uh, a trip we took one time. I, I was uh, I was in Korea with some friends, and we we were living right off of some farmland, and so the closest town was quite a ways, but we didn't do the research we should have done, which is our fault. But we thought, you know, it's probably about ten miles out. No, it was a lot further than that. So we rode. We decided to hop on some bikes and ride out there. But by the time we got to the restaurant in town that we were going to go to, we were drenched and exhausted. So we <laughs> sat down. We got something to drink. We ate some food. But yep. Then we went to get back on the bikes, and we're now we're we're fat. We're tired. You know, you got that post post okay, food coma. It's looking like this. Is and an if I would have had one of these things, man, it goes up to thirty miles. It could have took me all the way home. It's a universal but. tire. Yeah, because okay, if you pledge two hundred ninety nine dollars, is it a tire or, more, or is it uh... you get the Urban X, Urbonics, Echo Throttle ver- uh, version, which is like it's supposed to be a four hundred dollar value, but it's a swappable uh, swappable battery, thumb throttle. Okay, so this is a whole little system where yeah. they slap slap it on your uh, phone mount. Universal tire, so that's what I'm guessing. Because I'm looking, I was oh, like, yeah, "How would you put that on?" Because it's in the spokes. It. It's on both sides of the tire. No, you can plug in to charge your phone if you if you're not using the See, battery. These guys have their finger on the pulse dead, of America. They know America is phone smartphone. Into the tire to charge your phone and just pedal home. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Not yet. The the oh, I, I mean, like I'm still trying to save up the four thousand yeah. dollars. So uh, how's your hair treatment? Uh, real Did quick, guys, if you would like to see me and Chris with hair, by all means, hit us up on the Patreon okay. page. And 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 donate so that Chris and I yeah. can have hair. Who wouldn't? Our wives are disgusted by us. Yeah. We both we both used to be. Exactly. That's right. We both used to be handsome yeah. people. I can't. I, they just look at my feet. And now we are disgusting and hairless. <laughs> but, yeah. You could help us out and give us hair. Much needed hair. That's right. But you could change that. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Are you bald? I, I should have played this music when we. Do you <laughs> if you want to help us more bald entertainment, grow hair. <laughs> Chris and I could definitely use some hair. <laughs> My wife is horribly disgusted by me. <laughs> oh man! Please, <laughs> please donate. Today. Well, you need four because right, yeah. So kids, the thing is, one hundred percent amazing. So you probably I need five buy of these things. So you're going to come out about a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Totes. Yeah, man, totally worth it. Oh, you know how many times we were we were on bikes <laughs> and my uh, kid exactly. Totes. <laughs> you know how many times we were on bikes and my kids were like, "I'm tired." Rattle that sucker out. Twenty miles I don't an hour. That's, that's pretty substantial for bike. Now I'm gonna say, "All right, well, turn your motor on." <laughs> um, I got. Uh, I I did go on this uh, one trip where I was basically yes, yeah, we hit this quick. downhill and I was going about forty five miles an hour on my bike and it was scary. 
because you're on a bike. You're not in a car. You're not, you know, you're not on a pretty good sized motorcycle. You're on a bike. Mm -hmm. And like, if you fall, you eat shit. You're going to eat it pretty hard. Travis, old Travioli. Dude, what about our friend? Yeah, Travis. Going down a hill about 50 miles an hour. Doesn't even know what he hits. Hits something with his front tire. Next thing you know, he's over the handlebars. Well, he doesn't hit the ground face first. He just just remembers waking up. His front teeth out and knocks him unconscious. Craziest. Yeah, craziest thing is, he he was riding to work, and he looks at his GPS after he gets out of the hospital and everything, and the GPS showed that he wandered around through the woods for like 45 minutes before he came to and called somebody to, so like he was completely out of it and just like in some weird zombie mode where he was just wandering through the woods. Doesn't remember any of it. Dude, how creepy is that? Nah. Get, oh, gets to the hospital? And was like, something's poking me in my leg. Reaches in his pocket, and his front teeth were in his pocket. So he, at some time in his wandering stupor of unconsciousness, he sees his teeth on the ground and picks them up and puts them in his pocket that for is. later. I, that, well, he wasn't really thinking. Now he's got front teeth again. Around. That's thinking ahead. No pun intended. So, Chris, tell me about the Amazon Echo and what Alexa could do for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Dude, so uh, I'm actually pretty astonished. Alexa can actually do you quite a bit video? for you, uh, except for any information about the CIA. Cannot do that. If you guys have seen, yeah, yeah Alexa, it kind of, it lights me, up, are you working for the CIA? My favorite Alexa, like, yes, Alexa thus far just, or the Amazon dot just turns off. Yeah. Ooh, what was that? It was a little kid that said, uh, Alexa, play Digger Digger. And, you know, it's a cute little kid. And then he's like, Alexa, play Digger. And it's like, Alexa's like, uh, searching for hardcore porn. Blah, blah, blah. And it's, and it's like, and the whole family's like, Alexa, Alexa. And it's like, fuck. It, yeah, she's going off crazy. Oh, like, no. Like, shove this dildo up my ass. Blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> no, Alexa, no, like, Alexa. Alexa, stop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you can't unplug it. It's battery charged. So you gotta like start slapping it around trying to get it to stop. Yeah. So Alexa can do a lot of things, man. Uh, one thing I'm impressed about is the fact that Amazon has joined with so many different companies to do a lot of things, from controlling your lights to managing your calendar, uh, weather apps. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's already got a big music. You, uh, you can uh, start your car, can't you? App through Amazon Music. Then uh, you could turn your lights on and off. Oh, I'm looking. You, right. you so the new Ford Sinks. I do a lot of allow you to start the car, uh, and yeah. the Hyundai will allow you to start your car from Alexa, which is it's insane. Nice. Yeah, man. So you could tell Alexa, Alexa, open just to eat and ask me for my or ask for my last order. It says right and Alexa here. Will go and order you your need food. To, you need at least sixty meg internet or better. Yeah, and it'll otherwise deliver Alexa's to your house. crap. So I don't think Alexa turn on my coffee maker. Obviously, it controls thermostats. Chris, Chris, come on, come on. 
Last time we talked, you were, oh, you were actually, honest. Joke. You're like, oh, only. When you say that, I actually have 61, which is better than your 60. So we're good. It's getting pretty ridiculous, Chris. Now, come on. <laughs> I think it was you that said 50, and I said 61. I remember pretty specifically. <laughs> so uh, you can tell Alexa, turn yeah. on the coffee maker. You can ask Alexa for the news. So it's pretty cool. Oh, and you can set an alarm. So Alexa, wake me up at whatever time. One question I do have is how no, how like, well hey, does it uh, you got an Apple. crossover to like Apple products? Like if, if I say wake me up at seven, and you, normally I guess it would set your phone to wake you up. That's but why, is it going to set my Apple product to wake me up? <laughs> no, that's true. Maybe. What is this? Alexa set my master bedroom to twenty degrees. Oh yeah, that's fucking cool. Oh, one of the coolest things, Alexa, I'm, ask Uber to request a ride. It, it it did not specify. I just said twenty degrees. Man, so you just. Uh, so they're gonna have a bunch of apps for cool. it, but you um, that? maybe that's Celsius. You do have to buy the special lights because you can dim dim the lights and whatnot. You do have to buy the special lamps. You do have to, don't do it, Alexa. But eventually, I mean, this is the first step into really having a smart home. And eventually, the, you know, the CIA is going to listen to everything yeah. you do. Yeah, it is. The this BMW has joined up with Alexa through the Skill app, and you can get updates on your f- fuel and battery levels while your car is parked in your driveway. And lock your car remotely. That is so, pretty nuts. So if you're like, man, I need to plan out. I am in the I'm market for a new car. Day, like, oh, you know what? And that's. Uh, so I need to go to the gas I mean, Alexa. I'm actually looking at uh, like, larger size family sedan. I don't know. Is what I'm looking at. Kia Optima. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Toyota Corolla. That, that type of thing. <laughs> I would actually. I want to. What? Uh, a few of the plans I have since this is the first house I've ever purchased. Why not, is, dude, why not um, go electric? I want to get the solar panels. It's time. But I'm not sure. Do I wait for a Tesla with the solar tiles? Or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said it's going to be about the same comparable price to yeah. solar panels. And then I got to buy the $3,000 hookup. Oh, yeah. I think you have. And then I got to I, I think Tesla's wait pretty for close to the out affordable those. Tesla car or Chevy Volt or whatever I want to charge right. with. Yeah. Well, no, because as you know, there are three sections. What's great is you already have the education to do a lot of the the solar panels yourself, you know. So that's that's pretty cool. That is true. You're three hours away, Chris. <laughs> I wonder how much. Well, you, I wonder you, how you much least I know somebody in the right section that knows this got the education to, to help. A good one for my I'll house. Help you out. I'm, I'm in that section. About twenty one thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, but you, to be honest, they've come down so much. Yes. If you were to wait a couple more years, I mean, it it would be probably pretty affordable. And then and then the and then the uh, yeah, Tesla tiles. The, the cost they're supposed to be comparable to, to regular putting on a new roof, in price. a new roof, or so adding a new roof. When your house is just due for a you know a roof change. Just throw those bad boys mm-hmm. 
So I, I'm I'm super excited about that. Um, I wonder if Alexa will be able to. That's right. Hey Alexa, see how much I'm saving. And you have to do that. That's anyway. like the big thing. But I know a few people, a few people I work with, work. have gotten the uh, solar panels, and there's always a huge app to see exactly how much they're saving, or how much they're actually producing yeah. oh, energy sure. they're producing. But I mean, I live out in the Mojave Desert, and it's yeah. super sunny. It'd be stupid of me not to get the top the tiles or the solar panels or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I I know we've touched on the smart home thing before, but I think now is really the time people should start getting to the smart homes because once you can connect your everyday appliances to your car, to the solar panels, to the thermostat, and you get all of those kind of tied together. I mean, you can pretty much control everything from your cell phone, which is what we want anyway. Right? Uh, maybe, I mean, if we I could have know, a cell phone dangling from the, string six inches from our face at all right times. Right now, I'm going cheap. I, I just have you know what they try to have do one that smart with phone Google in the house, and, and I just got a, a regular uh, talk and text. It looks yeah, like the old shitty razor. It looks like your old razor is what I have. It's pretty funny. But... Uh, well, for, uh, paying a hundred something versus paying thirty about thirty dollars a month. I mean, I don't need porn at my fingertips at all times. You're stuck in the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that was the only the, thing probably the biggest mistake is, we made. Uh, uh, other than I might switch over to smartphone. Is I'm about uh, to be we've bill got free, two smartphones instead of one, so. Our our bill's pretty hefty. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, the bank calls me up and says, hey, Chuck, we cannot take any more money. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm really proud of you, dude. I'm, I'm hoping to get there in some day. It's because you make exactly. so much money, They're man. Like, You're filthy. You have so much money. I'm... Exactly. I know when when you got when you have to move to your second bank because the first bank Maybe. is full, <laughs> that's rich. I think it's that time. We can only insure ten million. You have to go to another bank. You know, that's that's insane. So, anyways, going cost on it. <laughs> Amazon Echo, yeah, Amazon Echo is uh, a pretty cool. One thing. of the I one of the guest that, uh, hosts of our podcast, old Joe, you know who, old Dirty Joe. He uh he has one of these yeah. Amazon Echoes. Or I no, he has like, Alexa, right? Uh, forty bucks. I could be wrong. It's like forty to sixty bucks. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm confused. I'm just like, do you call it Echo? Her name's Alexa. Yeah, he has Alexa. Yeah, Amazon cool. Echo. That's it. So it's like Siri or whoever, Cortana. Right. Yeah. So Amazon or uh, Alexa is the programming Ooh. inside of the Echo that makes the Echo work. Yeah. You know who? You know who wouldn't be confused it, on technology? It, it really. It was. Tom, uh, if that's what you want to call it. We like weird because we are no fun. Well, the Japanese, See, that was a as you know, they think mm, outside of the box. It. it comes with technology. It comes with their beauty regimen. It comes with uh, their entertainment. <laughs> well, we got and now it also comes with their food. This is a delicacy from Nagano, Japan. It is the canned Inago grasshopper and soy sauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like, have you ever looked at a, 
at bugs and think, mm-hmm. I could eat that. The Japanese did. Mm, so they think out the box. What it is, it's uh, basically, it's for 19 US dollars, you too can eat like a Japanese yeah, delicacy. Time, it's a... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Mm, it has an expiration date of three years, so... I've I've never wanted yeah. to eat a gra- grasshopper before, but now Find I must try it because Japan our friends in Japan what? love this stuff. <laughs> that was a bet from Joe, who thought I've seen you eat a who, cold. Who pretty much said I wouldn't eat it, and I tried to explain to him. I've been to the Philippines, and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, oh, it's funny, because all you got to do is add mayonnaise, and I will not even touch it. A canned half chicken. Can, well, it's congealed fat, is what it is. Oh, that's it's that pretty, is pretty... Because uh, there was, like, all kinds of, like, yellow... That's, and, like, that's what it is. It's funny, because for housewarming present, Joe stuff floating actually in there. Amazon me a uh, canned chicken. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, the, that's what you told yourself. The other day, me and the wife were looking at it. I was like, you know what? We could heat this shit up. It didn't taste anything. It tasted like cold chicken is what it tasted like. Yeah. Oh, did he really? <sighs> Joe's so thoughtful. But uh, the the next thing he wants to do is like some kind of uh, octopus leg <laughs> or whatever or clam juice. I, I tried to explain to him. Like I said, been to the I Philippines. I've eaten balut. For those of you who don't know what that is, that is a half-formed chicken and an egg. Actually, I ate it before I even met my Filipino wife. I worked at the post office way back when, when I was like 1920. And up in Washington, there's a ton of Filipinos in the post office. And two of my friends, Jeff and Lyndon, came to work with this stuff for me to eat. And I ate it. It tastes just like a hard-boiled egg. So we should... (laughs) So I would, we should create a new video. I do throw up a lot when I eat. We like call it my Chuck son, or Up Chuck. You have to try to you have to try to eat all kinds of random. And he had a shitload of Miracle Whip on it. That would be amazing. I bit into it, not even looking down. And Miracle Whip is more disgusting than mayonnaise. I can choke down mayonnaise, <laughs> but I almost like I almost threw up uh. instantly. Like I threw up in my hand with the little sandwich, and I had to go throw it in the toilet, and just oh, it was gross. Yeah. Grasshopper in a can. Made in Japan. Lasts for three years. So zombie apocalypse, you could eat a shitload of these grasshoppers. Ugh. But you know what you wouldn't throw up? The grasshopper in a can. There, the, it, dude. It is a lot of weird um food. Yeah, you should store these in your closet in just for the zombie apocalypse. When I lived there, it was probably some but of the best room I've ever had. Keep it away from heat. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a grasshopper and soy sauce. Who'd have thunk it? It says after after you open the can, store in refrigerator and eat quickly. <laughs> Nagano. You don't remember the Olympics from Nagano, Japan? I'm yeah, sure they pronounce it differently, it's but that's the, the, the American way of saying it. How do you say that? Nagano? Nagano. 
I'll take your word for it. I mean, have you ever had a crunchy grasshopper sugar, or crunchy wheat, bugs? And starch. So I've not just before. Those it's not bad. just uh, soy sauce and grasshoppers. It's also some uh, some flavor uh, enhancing. Yeah, the grasshopper. It's it's a little rough. Um, but I'm gonna try it because I trust in the Japanese. No. How dare you? Oh, that's not bad. Literally. Blindly trust, in fact. They've, they've literally this never some, steered um, wrong. So. I was sitting at work at my desk, and we were they all talking. They will continue to blindly oh, trust. All right, you said you had this good all debate. Right. In a one-on-one -on -one fight situation, you're presented with two oh, weapons. Whichever weapon Alert. you choose, the other, your, your opponent will get the other. The weapons okay, are, do you get a machete Yes. or a baseball bat? I'm going to have to disagree. Mm. I'm going baseball bat. Machete, mm. while being, I, I think go it's a faster machete. tool, the baseball bat. And the reason why is because it can inflict more you damage you got to worry quickly. about blocking with the baseball. Okay. And the machete's not going to block anything. The baseball bat will block the machete if you go defensive. Now. That's true. It's well. You're gonna have to go quicker. You're gonna have to do some dodging, which the baseball okay. bat I believe is slower. So moderately offensive, um, moderately defensive. Machete is about what? Three feet long, offensive. two feet long, two feet no long. Defense. Maybe even less, like foot and a half. But uh, like you go get that Fisker machete. It's thick I, steel, yeah. so I'm sure it might block something. But yeah, I would go with the bat just for the fact that if I'm coming down hard on you, swing from overhand. And you're trying to block that, it's the machete's not gonna last. But yeah. Right, yeah, it's not. See, but my thing is is like if we're in a hmm. battle of, of death, it's not lasting but seconds anyway. It's the first person to hit the first person. That's really what it's gonna come down to. Who who makes contact first? Uh, and I just think the machete's fast enough. It depends on where you hit. I think if you're hit once in the head with a bat or hit, hit once, once in the head with a machete, machete I don't I mean, we all saw what Lucille did to Glenn and uh, Abraham. So. That's true. But a machete is going to do just as much. I mean, a machete is probably going to kill you instantly if, it, if it's direct contact with the head the big argument was or if nothing was, else it's gonna machete can stab it's gonna you. nick or ricochet off the and skull, i was like the machete's not gonna, made for stabbing um, it's made for you. slashing it's gonna take a whole bunch of head skin with it it'll penetrate but it'll be more of a slashing oh penetrate. that's true like it's not a stabbing tool it's not like yeah the, but, but it, you could still use it for stabbing though i mean it's that's not like gonna a, not that's penetrate. a pokey weapon it's still gonna penetrate. that's meant to stab the machete's uh, slashing. It's meant to cut yeah. down weeds and brush and and shit. And uh, so I'm yeah. like, I'm still taking the bat, even though the bat's a blunt instrument. Right. It, it the psi is going to inflict the damage versus the machete. Like the machete's going to cut you. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. But I think overall, the bat's going to do better.
in a one-on-one combat. Okay. So I'm going to change the uh, question a little bit. I'd have to go with if spear. If you had any one um, weapon other than a gun. Many people think many people think the sword was uh What would you pick? Was the uh, most common weapon, but That's right. What a lot of people used back in the day was spears because of the reach and the huh. utility of the weapon. I mean, if you look at the um most times the swords were secondary weapons. Uh the spears were the primary. I mean, it was true with the Spartans, it was true with the old yeah. knights. They used That's true. the longer jabbing weapons first and then went to the swords when the for the secondary weapon. Yeah, cool. Hey, uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up again. Uh, I'm, my, I'm gonna my, go my with going now. In a truck. zombie apocalypse, you get one defensive from mode of uh, tool, one offensive tool, defensive and one tool? mode of transportation. Go. I'm gonna go with chainmail suit that can't be bitten. The I mean, if a fucking shark okay. can't bite through it, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not that heavy though. It's chainmail. It's not like um, it's not like a suit of armor where it's like 200 pounds. You're talking about eh, 40 pounds of chainmail. Okay. Versus, but it's heavy. So now you're slow. And then uh, offensive weapon. Oof. Because guns and bullets. Yeah. Okay. Guns are rough because, yeah, you run out of ammo, they make noise. You can have a gun, too. Come. What gun? If, if you pick gun, what gun? And keep in, in mind, book, you're out of ammo. Uh, Surviving yep. the Zombie Apocalypse by Max. Well, I think it's Max. Uh, uh, I can't remember his last name. It's, a, it's basically Ooh, yeah, a joke book, but uh, he talks about the Shaolin Spade. <laughs> Just not my dog. It's not my dog. His name is Max. I don't know the first name is Max. I can't remember the second name. I used to joke that I wrote the book. But uh, he did talks Max, about the Shaolin Spade being by is far one of the best zombie weapons. Did your dog write this? As far as things not coming out. Because it's a heavy enough weapon to penetrate the skull. But it's also... Um, like I said, and it's a long, it's a longer weapon versus like a knife or whatnot, where you keep the zombie at arm's length. Something where you could like a like a lot of times he talks about mm-hmm. strategy of sitting up in a tree and then just coming down and jabbing the heads of zombies, or sitting up in a high spot where you could just jab down and just take out zombies. This is a heavy enough weapon to penetrate that. So yeah, I, like I said, I probably take the Shaolin spade, chainmail armor, okay. and. Big ass monster, a big ass truck. How so? Uh, zombies can bite the horse. Then you got a fucking zombie. Well, horse. first off, you would look ridiculous. No, I'm just kidding. No, that 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 sounds that sounds great. I mean, I right, what about what about a horse? Uh, there's gas to be found. You don't. I don't know. Yeah, but with a truck, it runs out of gas. Dogs? See, I think I think I would find the biggest dogs that I could possibly have and make them like sled dogs. And then they would be my, my first layer of defense. Well, if you want something just, that pulls... Just set I them mean, loose. Yeah, like, uh, like maybe Mastiffs or... Yeah, straight up pit bull. Pit bulls are pulling dogs. Yeah, just some some big maybe Rockweilers, just a whole bunch of Rockweilers that just. Yeah, yeah, and see, and then I would keep a gun on me, right? 
But I wouldn't use the gun for zombies. I would use the gun only if one of my dogs turned. So I can get rid of it quickly and then continue on That's my way. That's good eating. And I would have, and I would have males Baby and dog. females. So I keep the babies in a pouch. <laughs> I'm, until nah, they the problem is, to, like, you talk about fuel. Another, another dogs, horses, whatnot, they have to eat. Guard dogs. Now, yeah. in the zombie apocalypse, Wintertime comes around. What, what, and going back to the original question, in the zombie apocalypse, you either yeah. get a machete or a bat. What do you take? Oh, that's true. Maybe they could. Maybe they can eat zombie. I'm going with bat. I think bat will penetrate the skull. Will bash the skull in a little. Either way, in, you're going to get tired. In a zombie tired. apocalypse, I think I machete think the because you can bat is off definitely more durable than a machete. Yes. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't do the barbed yeah. wire on it because the barbed wire doesn't make sense. So, so you would say aluminum bat then, just so it's light. And just pink. It doesn't make sense. It really adds no right. Uh, I'm a fan of damage. I think he's by far a really it's good a dramatic effect. I'm not he can't sure intimidate a zombie. A a zombie's coming if a zombie's coming. Per se, he's just a survivalist. And he's gonna be scared off by something. And he's got a good way of surviving and taking out. Uh, people and then in the zombie apocalypse you kind of got to be ruthless because people are gonna be shitty yeah people are shitty by nature hey hip-hop hooray yeah but i think uh yeah i think in the end i think uh i think a bat baseball bat would be my better hand yeah weapon naughty by nature maybe a couple hammers uh yeah, Something that's yeah. gonna hurt. Yeah, a couple uh couple uh was a hand sledgehammers. Something that's gonna inflict a lot of damage down. I agree. Hammers. Oh, like a blue knife? Something that's about oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. feet from uh handle to What tip? about those uh what about those um crocodile dundee knives? What are those things called? Actually, I think a stabby weapon, because you're trying to penetrate the brain, yeah. right? That's the biggest point, is killing the brain? Yeah. So I think yeah, a, a good stabby weight. weapon would probably be better than stab. a uh, slashy know. weapon. So something that's pointy. Yes. A spear? I yeah, I think a that's spear right. would be good. Yeah. I mean, you keep them at... Now, are like we talking about earlier. the sprinting zombies? Like the World War Z zombies? The, the World War Z yeah, zombies are pretty much all, dead. All it spells, you could trip Nobody's going to live through that. Just throw it between their legs or something. Yeah. No, no, you're not living through that. Okay, so here's a question. If there were to be zombies, what's more realistic? If we were to get some kind of disease that jacked us all up, I feel like we would still be able to sprint. In mm -hmm. fact, I don't... I mean, maybe it would increase our aggression and whatever, but hand-eye coordination, uh, endurance, things like that would still that. be pretty much human, right? Don't you think? In a, in a zombie apocalypse? I mean, uh, it seems like well, any like is, realistic like disease that took over yeah. our bodies, we would still be human-esque. Because your body dies, I think not everything's going to work So right, if right? that's the case, we're really screwed. Coordination? Why? 
Kind no, of like but in a, in a realistic scenario, your body hmm. might not die. You might just go mad. I mean, it, it may just be a disease of some sort that you just go mad. Like, your body's still functioning you correctly. You eat Jared? Well, yeah, Jared's behind like bars for a little while. And then you just, instead of eating a Subway sandwich, you eat the guy from Subway. You know what I mean? Jared. Yeah, he's safe. But, we'll you see. know, I, we'll I, see I think if there really was a zombie apocalypse, I don't see why apocalypse. humans would have such a degraded sense of coordination and yeah, balance. Definitely, like, it seems like we would be pretty uh, humanistic. Was it Dawn of the Dead? The latest Dawn of the Dead movie. That's pretty much where I got into the zombie apocalypse type stuff. Yeah, that's where my money is too. Bad I'm pretty much down. I'm definitely gonna lead. I'm definitely gonna lead the resistance. Yeah. Who's that? Coyotes. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. It's like they multiply. They don't die. You know who's gonna survive the the uh, zombie that's crazy. apocalypse? And I live in a coyotes. place where there's a shitload of coyotes too. Yep, every time a zombie kills a coyote, two more coyotes appear. Pretty Boom. Decent. That's right. All right, man. Sorry about that. What last a good show. What a good show today. I uh I like it. It was. It was pretty good. As always, it's a pleasure, Chuck. Thank you for uh showing up every mm-hmm. week. It's awesome. We do got to hurry up and end this, though, yeah, because I'm about to drop eight schedules, pounds of baby uh, in the toilet. Uh, Chuck had to actually deliver a baby on the side, so that was, he had to scrub down for that, and just really busy schedule. Hit us. So. <laughs> All right, I'll play the outro. Uh, Patrick's going to send us out as usual. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. That's the sh- uh, that's the show for today. You can find us on iTunes if you just search for Screaming Nerdgasm. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm on Dick Van Dork. You can hit us up on Facebook at Screaming Nerdgasm. Or you can catch us on our website at www.hds-productions.com. Please feel free to leave us some love or feedback, and we will see you next week. This podcast is for entertainment only and does not represent the views or opinions of anyone or any organization.